You're listening to Adventures of an Owner Girl, a Dry Brand Studio podcast. We've been talking a lot about navigating turbulent waters in the office these past few months. With constant updates on rules and regulations, businesses are struggling to maintain an effective strategy for moving forward. In this episode, Nancy and I discuss the benefits to taking a step back, thinking long-term, staying up to date, and tuning out the noise. other people and other families depending on me. And so that was a huge moment of uncertainty. So that was one. And then I got over that and things were rocking and things were great. And then the recession hit. Same thing, like, oh my gosh, what did I get myself into? Um, And same idea, which is I have, I'm not necessarily working for clients or for my own family, but I have families, other families depending on me. I've always looked at my business as this business supports children, pays meals, pays rent, pays, you know, it's everybody else. So that was the other moment of uncertainty is how do I navigate this business out of that? And then the third um, moment of uncertainty is right now, right this second because the PPP loan is done and the PPP loan in terms of supporting those families was great. And now that's gone. And so how do I navigate this company into the next 12 months, 24 months, you know, three years and the same burden, not burden, but same sense of responsibility, which is I have people relying on me. So those are the three times. Obviously, no one can see the future like we were talking about. So in your experience, how can a business owner prepare for potentially big changes to best help their clients, partners, and employees, and and even farther, their families of employees, partners, and clients uh, through that time? We have to look. We have to take a breath and just think about next steps. There, There are two things to that question, which is, you know, people, um, business owners, sometimes it gets really scary, right? This and this, because it's so unknown that it is a little scary. However, those of us who have been through the recessions, we learned a lot of valuable lessons during the recession. And I always say that it was, it was so hard to go through the recession. It was horrible, but I re- I'm really glad that I did it because it made me a stronger, smarter business owner because of the lessons I learned. It was devastating going through it, but I took so much away from it that is helping me this time. Like I'm taking a breath, I'm not panicking, and I'm looking, my decisions are based on long-term decisions. Like this is just like the recession. It took us seven years to come out of it completely. And we just did baby steps. Like what is the long-term goal? And with this for business owners, it is survival. So we have to look long-term and we can't make sudden rash decisions. Like, you know, like marketing and advertising is one of those decisions where sometimes business owners say, oh my gosh, I, that what's happening, you know, the pandemic. And so they cut off all their advertising or their marketing. And that's not a good long-term decision because then you lose visibility, lose momentum. And it's, 
looking at advertising and marketing not as a luxury, it's an investment in your future. And then for me as a business owner too, is I have to always look long-term and look at how am I going to survive long-term? It's like, you know, it's like rationing your food, right? If we've, if we've, we're stuck out in the wilderness, I can't eat it all now because I'm hungry. I need to ration my food and water right. all the way through. And we don't know when it's going to end, but I have to, I have to approach this as this is going to be the long haul. So what, like how much food and water do we drink today, tomorrow, the next day? So that's, I, I look at it that way. And that's the best for business owners is to just take a breath and look long-term. That's one. The second thing though, is um, really networking with and networking, not like cocktail parties, but to find um, business owner groups that you can have monthly, weekly, bi-weekly calls with. And there are a lot of them out there. Some are good, some are not so good. I participate in two of them and none of them are in my industry. And I like that because we're brainstorming like ideas and how are you doing this and how are you approaching that? And it, it isn't relevant to the industry as much as it forces us all to think big picture, like, wow, that applies, that restaurant is doing this, or that hair salon is doing that, or that CPA firm is doing this. Now I could try that. And it's a lot of um, brainstorming, networking, commiserating. And so um, I would encourage business owners to find a group like that, because it's really energizing. As a business owner, how do you make sure you're taking in all that news you need to and like deciphering the critical information that can affect your business when it's constantly shifting and evolving? That's a great question. And actually, we use that example this morning as I'm looking when I look at the news, I take in just enough to keep me informed because business owners can get into a really bad rabbit hole with too much news because the news is overwhelming and it's all depressing right now. So for me, um, and I think most business owners and entrepreneurs have to always maintain a positive, optimistic outlook. They just do. I mean, that's why we're business owners or that's why we're entrepreneurs because even in bad times, we look for opportunities. So I take in just enough news to keep me informed. I have two news sources. I do CNN morning briefing because it gives me the top five headlines. And I do um, the New York Times. So it gives me sound bites of the news and I can get things that, that keep me informed globally because it, it is important. Um, but then I look at the Boston Globe and the New York Times. But again, I just look at headlines. And with those with those full-on news sources, I look for opportunities for us and for our clients. So this morning, the article I was reading was about Boston um, families choosing private schools over public schools. So being that we have two private school clients, oh my gosh, like that's an opportunity. How do we look at that as a trend and work with our clients to capitalize on that trend? So my news sources are twofold. It's one to keep informed globally with those short sound bites. And then the other is to look for opportunities for us and our clients mostly. Did that answer your question? Yeah, absolutely. Sebastian loves that CNN top five. He's always mm. when we're talking about 
drive. Oh my gosh, I love it. Yeah. And then the New York Times one has the top five news stories, but then it goes into what my favorite sections, which are the diversions mm -hmm. and it's recipes, it's books, and it's the mini crossword puzzle. So is I all happy stuff. Yes, the happy stuff. <laughs> this is kind of off topic now, but you talked about it a little earlier. What are some actual steps that you take when you need to kind of take a step back, adjust the reins, regain your footing, et cetera? Essentially, how do you push through the crazy, challenging times? Oh, mine. So what I do personally is I, I hike. I mean, seriously, that's my like, and I. it's funny because my Rob, my husband, always says when I get like, oh, he says, go out for a hike. But I know myself too, as I go for a hike. And my thing is I, I hike and hike and hike and hike until I hit this epiphany in my head. It's really interesting because I can feel the moment that I've gone far enough and I go, oh, that's how I'm going to solve that problem. Or, oh, I feel better. But when I have an issue or problem or something that is just crazy, I go out and I hike until that switch goes off in my head. It's really interesting. It's kind of crazy to say, but it truly, that's what happens with me. So I do that. Um, and the other thing I just do seriously is just take a breath and try not to be frantic or panicked or make a rash decision. When you sit in the office, whether it's remote working or because, you know, right now I'm surrounded by bills and to-do lists and all sorts of things, even remotely, or in the office, you're surrounded by those issues, those crises, the firefighting, right? And if there's, you need to clear your head and it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be an athletic endeavor. That's just my choice. It can just be maybe a business owner just needs to go for a drive, put the windows open and put classic rock on really loud, right? So find an outlet that allows you to clear your head. Okay. The last one, just to wrap up, in your opinion, what can a small business owner do right now just to do it? You know, B, I, I think it's, it's a really scary time, but we've all heard that. We know it. So let we're owning it and just jump in with both feet. Don't be afraid to take a risk. Don't be afraid to fail. Don't be afraid to try something new. The, the most, I think one of the mistakes or one of the things that maybe business owners might do is feel paralysis right now. And don't take the breath and jump in, swing off the rope swing, right? Because if you fail, it's okay. You've learned a lesson. Take a risk and just do it. But on a long term, right? Sit back. Look at what my long term, how am I going to survive? What's what's my ration for food and water? And just do it. Just take a risk. It's okay to take a risk. Okay. Well, that was my final question. Wow, that was great, Kian. I really enjoyed that. That was a lot of fun. Good. I'm glad you You've been listening to Adventures of an Owner Girl. The music for this podcast is created by Soy B. You can find a link to their music as well as where to find us in this episode's description. This podcast is produced by Drive Brand Studio and hosted by me, Kian Duffy. Thanks for listening and see you next time.